Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be? Hey y'all, listen, this is Latrice with Purposefully Living. I pray you are having a wonderful day. I want to encourage you right now with a word. Um, sometimes you just got to move when God tell you to move, right? And so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm moving when God telling me to move. And sometimes it's better to encourage someone else right where you are, when you're going through something. And so I want to, and um, I just want to encourage you right now in God's word. And this word is stand firm. Stand firm. Y'all y'all see I'm standing up because I need you to really feel this word that's coming from me. Stand firm. Now, I want to start out in Galatians, but before I go to the word, I am in a place, y'all. Um, I'm going to be very honest. It feels warfare, right? Warfare. And warfare can look different, but it's just that warfare. And when you are in warfare, it matters what you say. It matters your posture. It matters. Think about naturally war. When you're in war, it all matters. How you see, who's on side of you, how you hold that. that. In other words, at any time, there could be a casualty. But in this war, in spiritually warfare, we are, I am already fighting from a stance of victory. I'm not fighting for victory. I have the victory, but it still matters what I say, what I do, how I walk. And so y'all, I've been in a place where my mind had been bombarded, right? And on a call today through my program, one of the attendees said something and the Holy Spirit took that thing and revealed it in another level. And I want to share it with you and then I want to get into the word. And what she was saying, we were all kind of saying the same things, but in a different way. But she began to say, God is taking us to another level and he's letting us know we have to go deeper. Meaning what you did on yesterday, not even good for today. What you do, what, what happened last week ain't good enough. The, the word you got last week, God needs you to go deeper just from yesterday in him. And I think sometimes we are okay with, we're settled. And, you know, thank you for Sunday's word, carry me through. When God said, nah, there's some places that I'm taking, you got to go deeper. That, that was for yesterday. That got you through yesterday. But what you need for today, you need a fresh touch. You need me to do something else. And so y'all... And she began, and she said that the thing got, and in trying to give the, the illustration of what she said, she said a video game. Now, I want to take this back for a minute to give you a picture because, again, I was gone. Like, from her first word, it was like the Holy Spirit was downloading. But I thought about Pac-Man. We've all played Pac-Man or whatever. You think of a video game, Mario Brothers. And when you pass the levels, as you go into the next level, then it become more comes, right? Y'all, I thought about with Pac-Man, if you've ever went through the levels, it's almost like when you go to that next level, them little imp things, they start coming faster. It's more of them. They dropping out of nowhere. Spiritually, that's what the enemy trying to do to us. Literally, y'all, as we are going places, you can no longer hold on to Sunday's word for Wednesday. God said the enemy just like he's stepping up his tactics, but we don't have to be 
fearful of them, what we must be is wise. Don't We got to be wise. We got to know, don't go into a fight now that you ain't ready. You know, because some of us get out there in Jesus' name, but you ain't ready for that fight. Know that the enemy is nothing to be scared of, but he is an enemy. He is well equipped in his in his tactics, he he is the father of lies. He is the accuser of brother. But don't play him cheap now. He knows it's worse. So don't get in a fight that you're not ready for. But here's the thing. Those of us that are in Christ Jesus and that are operating in the spirit, we have the victory. But just like that video game, that thing became clear because I said, Lord, I feel like I'm fighting every day in my mind, like just taking, snatching it back, saying, uh-uh, my mind will not wander outside of the presence of God. But when she gave that illustration, I literally thought about one of my favorite games, Pac-Man. And as you go up in the levels, they start coming faster. You got to have new techniques. You got to know how to, or Mario Brothers, you got to hit the thing and jump up to get over them because they not, whereas they was just coming on level one in front, now they're coming behind. Some of them falling off. So there's a focus that you got to have defined to maneuver. There's a focus you got to have in this word. There's a concentration that you got to have in this word. It can't be a little bit of word to keep the devil away. So hear what I'm saying, y'all. The first thing I want to remind you, Galatians reminds us, stand firm. Hear what it says. This is in chapter five, y'all. It says, um, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Y'all, he set us free in our mind. He set us free. He says, stand firm then and don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. So when you think about stand firm, it means unyielding. Like I'm not drawing back. Literally, when I thought about this scripture, as I was getting ready to log on, y'all, I thought about an old school game we used to play on Playday. I don't know if y'all remember that. Might be telling my age. But we used to have a day in school called Playday. It was all things fun. But the last game was tug of war and you was against another team and y'all was tugging war. But here's the thing. It wasn't so much as pulling. It didn't even matter how many people you had on your side because you can have 52,000 people on this side. They might have a little bit side, but what it really came down to just stands. See, you ain't just pull. You were trying to pull them, but you had to have a stance. Because if you didn't have a stance and you just pulling, they were going to yank you. But there was a stand you had to take as you began to pull. As you were pulling them. You didn't move from that stance. Y'all, there's a stance that we got to have. This thing. is it, 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 Y'all, this thing I ain't playing. There's a stance you got to have in God. There's a stance you got to have in faith. There's a stance you got to have because it's the enemy is trying to pull, but your stance is going to determine whether he can pull you right on in. But this is what Paul is reminding us, Galatians. He says, we already have freedom. He said, Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and don't submit. Now in Romans 12, one through two or two, it reminds us, that our mind is renewed through the word of God. And it also reminds us that you got to yield. You got to submit yourself. But know who you're submitting to. In Galatians, it tells us, don't submit to a yoke of slavery. Like, you ain't got to submit. God has delivered you. But you got to stand firm, y'all. And don't submit into a yoke, of a yoke of slavery. God has set us free. Don't allow the enemy to enslave you in your mind. Don't allow you the enemy to enslave you in your past. Don't, y'all, we got to stand firm. That takes work. 
That takes work. In Philippians, it reminds us that we got to work out our salvation. In other words, spiritual growth is required. That takes work. We are in the end times. And if you think the word that you got on Sunday is supposed to keep you Thursday, no, it's time. The enemy is bringing out them imps. He's stepping up his tactics. And if you sitting there watching Dateline and HGTV all day, you're going to be pulled right on over because he waiting till you till you least looking. Hold on to God down. Yeah, this day three, she ain't got in the word. She relaxing. But you got to stand firm. You got to hold on to God's word. You got to be wise of the enemy's tact, how he's moving. We ain't got to be of those that draw back or scared or alarmed, but stand firm. Don't allow the enemy to move you from your place. Now, let me go to Philippians, y'all. Philippians. First of all, this whole word, bless me. And let me bless you with what it says. This is Pastor Tony Evans' study Bible. It says, you cannot dwell on both the things of God and the lies of Satan. Let, come on, we got to stand firm. But here's the thing, y'all. This is basically letting you know, don't be double-minded. A double-minded person is unstable. Think about it. Oh, yeah, I go. I'm not, when we see them people, I, I, they, they doing this and doing that. We go, oh, something wrong up there. Is something wrong up there with you? It says you cannot dwell on both the things of God and the lies of Satan. You got to decide whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe God's report for your marriage? Are you going to believe God's report for your body? Are you going to believe God's report for your children? Or are you going to say, well, you know, because they ain't there. No, you got to choose, y'all. Because just like that tug of war, if you ain't got a stance before you know it, they'll pull you right on over and you done lost the battle. But you got to know who you belong to. Now, listen, I was telling you the war was in my mind. But let me tell you, it says, finally, brothers and sisters, this is Philippians 4 and 8. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. So let's get this straight. Because see, this word has to become my standard. This word, open the trees, you don't understand. My cousin was shot and murdered. I understand that. But you got to, there's something else going on. You got to know that our battle is not what we literally just see. Our battle is in the spiritual realm. If you have named your enemy in the flesh, you've missed it, as my mama has taught me. Mama Faith. Nah, it's in the spiritual realm. And so we got to say, okay, what's true about this situation? What is pure? What's just? What's lovely? What's moral, commendable, praiseworthy? In one, in, um, one version, it says what is confirmed by God's word. If it ain't nothing else, I'm saying I cast that thing down. Ain't none of those thoughts going to exalt itself above this word. Well, I'm casting that imagination down because it says, if those are the only things that you are to dwell on, what does dwell mean? To live somewhere. Some of y'all live in places in your mind that the enemy trying to take you out. To dwell means to keep attention directed, to speak. When you go further, dwell also means linger over, emphasize or ponder in thought, speech, or writing. Why am I saying that? Because you might say, oh, I, I say what God says. Yep, I, I got I got the the you know the saying God is good all the time, all the time God is good. You know, I, I think it. But what you write, 
What you text? You text the your text already done counted out what you said. See, it all matters to God. It all matters that you say, girl, I don't know. I don't know if we gonna make it. I don't know them that. What you texting? God said even that matters. What you're writing? It says with those things that are true, just, pure, lovely, commendable, moral, praiseworthy, that is what you are to dwell on. That is what you are to linger on, emphasize, and ponder in thought, speech, or writing. So it matters what you think, what you say, and even what you text, what you write. Y'all, I need you to understand that we cannot dwell on both sides. You got to either believe God's word or believe God's word. You either got to believe his word or believe the lies of Satan. But I wanted to encourage you today because I was just dealing with this. And we got to be wise. What am I saying? I, I'm going to be honest. I said to myself, I said, what's going on? Like, I ain't never warred like this in my mind. I don't say that to be like, oh, God, woe is me. Am I going to make it? It was like, but when I got that analogy this morning, something happened. I said, oh, I got that. I ran with that because I could see that game. And they said, oh, uh-uh, she helping somebody. Oh, she got a boot camp car. That's, that's, that's level two. Oh, wait a minute. She willing to get up on Mindset Monday in spite of all that. So now he said, Let me, let's send them this way. Send them that way. Send them. But my attention is on the word of God. Because Proverbs 16 and 20 told me, he who pays attention to the word of God will find good. So I ain't got time to focus on that. I'm saying, God, what your word said. Okay, I'm having some thoughts, but your word said that a double-minded man can't get, they unstable. You can't get nothing from me like that. The word says, is this thing, is this thought true? Is it honorable? Is it praiseworthy? Is it pure? Then snatch your mind back. Cast those things down. Don't you dare begin to think on that. Y'all, we got to begin to take this word and it has to be our very template for life. Because if you have not noticed, we are in war. Not just Ukrainians, we are in war spiritually. The enemy wants our children. He wants our marriages. And if you sit there, you just casually living your life. But God said, come on now. It's time to stand firm in the freedom and the liberty I've already given you. But you got to know what he's given us. Don't you yield to him, yo. Come on now. We got to get out of flesh and understand that God is taking us somewhere and where he's taking us requires deeper. It requires his anointing. You can't do it in of yourself. You can't even love that man in and of yourself. Don't take even the little things for granted. I know them your children. I pushed them out. I was in 22 hours of labor, but you can't even raise those children for where God take you. It takes the anointing of God, but God's anointing don't dwell no anywhere. And y'all are out here in the name of the Lord, but you ain't got no oil for the match, sweetie, son, brother. You ill-equipped for this match. And God said we got to be ready for his anointing, but his anointing don't dwell anywhere. He said, I'll call, yeah, you can call on me and I'll come, I'll answer you. But understand where he dwells is another level. You got to make a house that is welcoming for the spirit of God. God don't dwell in your murmuring, complaining. God don't dwell in your, you say one thing, but your heart is full of unforgiveness. You petty, you a liar. God don't dwell in you in the church raising your hands, but you in your brother's or uh, your sister's, your uh, brother's wife's bed. 
You out here doing this and you living a double lifestyle. You, your children don't even know what you're doing by night. God said, my oil don't, don't play with me because the presence of God is holy. And in case we forgot it, he still requires holiness. Holiness, meaning you're going to be set apart for the things. Y'all, where God is taking us, he's requiring deeper. He's requiring us to pursue him like never before. He's, he's requiring us to say, God, I'll turn off the TV. I'll cry out. I'll fast. I'll pray. I'll begin to call my children a seed of righteousness. I don't care if they on trial right now, but what you say is all that I will say. But God, that takes the anoint where God is wanting to take us. It's going to take his anointing to destroy the yokes, to set those free, to renew minds. But his anointing will not dwell in your mess. And as believers, we will be held for standing in the way of sinners. We will be held for how we live in a raggedy life. We will be held for how we know too much. And you plan with the anointed. See, back in the old days, like what Ananias and what's uh I can't even think of name right now. But they dropped dead. It, it'll come to me in a minute. They lied in the presence of God. We've gotten so common because we don't know that God. Oh, God is a God of love. He loves God judges. Read this word, y'all. Don't take the grace of God for granted. What it is is his compassion, it's his mercies. It's him calling you one more time and saying, I didn't, I, I'm trying not to condemn, but don't think that he will not respond based on your response. You have a choice, but God's anointing will not dwell in our midst. But we need to understand that God is taking us somewhere and he's requiring more. You got to get in his word because where the enemy is coming, he's stepping up his, his listen, he's stepping it up, but he's still the author of lies. You don't have to fear what he says and what, what thought he tries to put in. I stand from a stance of victory. What God says is what I believe, period. His truth is my truth. And so I don't look at the situation based on what's writing. I look at it based on the word of God. But to do that and to walk out and to go to places that God has taken us, it's going to take the anointing. It's going to take this word literally being lived out. And that takes the anointing of God. But please understand that God's presence don't rest no anywhere. So I don't know why I needed to encourage somebody today. Stand firm. Stand firm. You ain't got to worry. You don't have to be anxious. You don't have to doubt. No, when God died, when Jesus died and he got up, y'all, listen, we serve a resurrecting savior. We serve a savior that nothing, he's already overcome the world. If he is in you, you can do it, but it's going to take the anointing and you have to be willing to go deeper. You got to get in your word. You got to begin to pray. It's time to fast. We don't want to crucify this flesh. But where God is taking us, understand the enemy, he going to keep, he going to keep spilling them out. He going to hit you by night, day, night. You ain't got to fear that. But are you able to combat him? What you working with? So I don't know why. I just wanted to say that. I wanted to encourage you, y'all. Stand firm. Oh, God, stand firm. Because I'm looking as how we are playing with the enemy that's not playing. As the Bible reminds us, he like a roaring lion. 
And listen, he not coming to kick you on your kneecap and say, I hope that didn't. He's coming to take you out, y'all. He's coming to take you out. It was one more thing I wanted to say. Um, Spiritual freedom. I want to read this to you before I go. Spiritual freedom is a living, a thank you life and a want to life rather than a have to life. Y'all hear me. That's what it means to be free. Okay, we are to seek to please God and gain approval for our obedience because of our acceptance, not to earn it. You don't have to earn like he's already done. Like God said, I get like, go girl, go walk, be free, be free in your mind, be free in your finances, go enjoy every day. Know that you are not your past. He said, I've already done it. You got to know and believe that your freedom is in his word. What he said he means, he believes he's mindful of you and he will be there to walk you right through where he's taking you. But you got to know that this word is what he said. Ain't nothing up his sleeve. It's just that simple. That's why I believe the Bible a lot of times talks about a childlike faith because children just believe. Mama, you said they like no, when we go on the target because you said it, you're going to do it right. But we got to know that the same way he's already given us victory. Y'all don't allow the enemy to move us and to be distracted and intimidated by what's going on in the world. So I hope that bless somebody. I just want to encourage somebody where I am right now. Stand firm. Be free. Remember, a double-minded man, you unstable. You unstable. You can't believe the lies of Satan and believe the, the, believe the word of God. You got to choose. And I'm going to tell you, stand on the word. Bye.